everybody. What's up? It's uh, JT here. Um, before the episode gets started, I just wanted to come on and say another thank you to Wallace for coming on and joining me today. Um, I do want to apologize. There are some technical issues going on. Um, probably about eight minutes into the episode, we had to switch platforms to where we were recording. And in turn, the audio is a little spotty. And like I said, I apologize um, about that. In turn, it also kind of made me a little bit of a boring podcaster for a moment, but luckily Wallace definitely carried the show for us today, and uh, I just wanted to come on and apologize to you listeners and to him um, as well. Um, definitely go check him out. His Instagram is W2SixPackChef, and his website, SixPackChef.com. He is a well of knowledge, and he's a super sweet guy. Um, feel free to reach out to him on any sort of platform possible. Um, while I have you, I do want to plug Foam Soap really quick. Go to foamsoap.com. You can buy a system to sanitize your phone 99.9% clean, um, as well as charging your phone for you as well. So you go to foamsoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, and you get a pretty sweet little discount with your order. Also go to ballwash.com. They have this product. It's called Good Head Shampoo and Conditioner. I just got a haircut today. I cut the mullet. And uh, I definitely, the first thing I done was I came home. And I wash my hair with the, the Good Head Shampoo and Conditioner Combo. Uh, but if you go to ballwash.com, use code TAKEDOWN15, and you get a pretty sweet little discount there. They have a lot of really cool products. Um, but I just wanted to plug those guys really quick. I want to thank uh, Wallace one more time, and I want to thank all you listeners. I super appreciate you guys. Three, two, and one. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Takedown. Today's guest is the Six Pack Chef. He is a Fridge Wars champ, chop champ. And a Top Chef Canada Season 7 finalist. What is up, Wallace Wong? How are you doing, Josh? Thanks for having me on the takedown. Man, thanks for being here again. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It's all good. How, how's everything? It's good, man. It is good. Um, we were just talking a, a moment ago about uh, you're in Canada and I'm in, I'm in Florida. And you said you are significantly uh, safer in Canada. I, I, well, comparatively, comparatively to like the statistics, but for myself, just sometimes like seeing people going out and all that stuff, I don't know if I feel as safe as I think I would be. Has, uh, has this like really affected business for you or is everything, everything? Um, it has in a way where I had to cancel a lot of my, um, my events for the year. So that's been a big thing, but it's actually allowed and opened up for more opportunities to do things on a, a virtual platform. That is awesome, man. That's the one thing, like, like the deaths and the illnesses are very terrible, but the, um, like the overall, like, like the small businesses and the, the people who own their own businesses, like that's, you know, I feel for those guys too, because I mean, this just came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's one of those where I think I talk to people all the time about it real quick was that, um, I think this this was unfortunately it happened and like um, unless you lost somebody or maybe it's somewhat financials to a certain degree that it really opens up everyone's eyes to what's most important. I know chef friends who are like, I haven't spent this much time with my family in so long. I feel so good. Now they're looking like for other ways to maybe, you know, do other things with cooking or vice versa. I have friends who are like, oh, I actually don't need to drive that really, really nice car. I can't afford it. I can go by with just a bike or something like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's really good, man. I, um, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I'm seeing kind of what matters the most to me, I guess, and, like, spending time with family. And my job, actually, 
myself and my wife have both worked through the entire um, pandemic and, and you know weekends are a lot different because we're not going out to eat and we're not going to movies and we're not going here going there and uh, we're just like spending time at home with our daughter which is um, in the grand scheme of things like it's it's a blessing you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Because, like, um, how, how old is your daughter, Josh? I don't know why you asking. Uh, seven months. Yeah. Oh, for, so for her, like, she'll look back and she'll be like, look at all this time my parents spent with me. Or, yeah. 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 Which is yeah, cool. It's, it's, um, man, it's, it's been, like I said, it, it's, I hate it for everybody else, but it's been kind of, kind of cool for my family, I guess, because we have got to spend a lot of time together. And, and my mom, um, she's immunocompromised, so. Uh, like the big thing like with my mom is like we can't go a lot of places with her we can't um, like we have to watch who we're around and, and be weary of that so that's kind of another thing that we've been uh, exceptionally cautious about yeah um, that's a big thing I agree yeah it's just just making sure that you're um, protecting everybody around you protecting yourself you know it's it's weird man it's a weird it's a weird new world it is it is but We'll get through it. We have to. We have to as a, as a world. When I was um when I was reading up on you, and of course I'm I'm on your Instagram quite often, and I'm looking at like your videos, and I'm looking at um like your posts, and your physique is I mean you're in, you're in impeccable shape. But I read Thank you. I read somewhere that you um you you struggled with your weight as a child, correct? Yeah, yeah. So um although right now like you know my brand's called Six Pack Chef, and like I I am a fitness competitor um or an athlete if you want to call it um i was clinically obese as a kid i, I grew up um skinny and then sort of gained a lot of weight because i like found a love for mashed potatoes and congee and pop and all that stuff because i got my tonsils removed so the doctor's like those are the things that are good for your throat so um yeah so that sort of happened just sort of snowballed and so i was a fat kid growing up and I never got to lose the weight. And eventually I just, you know, got into like the whole skinny fat game and did your P90Xs, your insanities, um, just only did curls and abs and didn't know nothing about nutrition. So when I first did my first competition, I really learned about nutrition and dieting and I got into the, like the best shape of my life. Then I got got addicted. I got addicted to being competitive and um trying to win shows all the time and like being better and doing better and that's sort of um where where i've been at right now in regards to i guess fitness i was looking on your instagram you have a photo of, of yourself and john izzy and you're both incredibly ripped like <laughs> like oh izzy kills me on that one <laughs> yeah you guys are both you guys are both ripped man um <laughs> so how, how long have you been competing i guess have you been competing I guess since you you dropped all the weight, or is that something that just kind of no? Came? So, yeah. So what happened was I went to university, and then we had our like obviously we had our campus gym, and then when I, we got when we graduated, I needed a gym, so I ended up going to uh, signing up to like our local gym, and um, I was I just trained. I just trained all the time. I didn't really know much about training, but I just kept on training. And you were and, in Toronto. Yeah, I was in Toronto, and then like uh, one of the personal trainers there, a friend of mine now. Uh, he's like, hey, do you ever think of competing? Because you're pretty much in the gym all the time and you work harder than most people. So might as well try if you want to. I can help you out. Um, and then that sort of was my first introduction. I was like, I needed something that would help me maybe get to that shape that I actually wanted to in regards to physique. Because I've always been like, once I started losing the weight and learning how to lose the weight, 
um, it was only for I only got skinny fat. I only lost weight. I didn't have muscle. I didn't tone or anything like that. Um, so that was about six years ago. Six. My first show was twenty twelve. I got you. Twenty twelve. Yeah. So what are your workouts like? Like, are they? Um, you you mentioned a second ago all curls and, and abs. Like, are you still doing all curls and abs? Or I'm sure it's, no, it's much no. More, yeah. Yeah. Right now, my my training styles like pre COVID has been very much uh, very what the bodybuilders do in regards to training a body part a day um you know five to six times trying to put in a rest day if i can um what i mean by if i can is like i need to still learn how to take rest days um and then um yeah just cardio and then diet and then that's and then now that with covid it's been much more about diet than training for sure and that's a big part because a lot of people you no matter what no matter if you work out two three hours at your house um, you don't unless you have like a real full on home gym. You're never gonna like build your muscle or anything like that, as as much as you would as a gym. So nutrition has to be on point and key. Have you have you um like have you had trouble like working out during during COVID or? Are you still- oh, honestly, yeah, I actually have. Um, I have no weights, so I rent where I live, and there's no point in me building a home gym. And I didn't know how long it was gonna take, so. Um, in regards to COVID. So I just sort of, I literally have like a 10 pound dumbbell and then an elliptical and that's it. So, so you said that, uh, like straight out of university, like you're, you're lifting and you're doing these competitions. So when did, when did like cooking come into play? Like when did culinary, like, was it, was it by doing your own, your own, uh, like your diets and, and your workouts and stuff? No, 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 no. So cooking came before fitness. Um, what I mean by that is like, so I'm Chinese and my, and food is like, kind of just kept coming back to it and 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 coming back to it um so how how does like fridge wars 
uh, chopped, like Top Chef. How does that happen? I guess like do you like is there like a flyer um, like in your town or is there like an online like a website you go to? Does somebody contact you? Like how does that come up? Um, it's it's like audition. It's like a casting. Oh. But some shows can only reach certain people. So like, um, for instance, say Fridge Wars or Chopped. Those were ones where or uh, someone reached out and was like, "Hey, you might be good for this. Would you have to apply?" So yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's that is pretty cool. Like I, I didn't know that honestly. I didn't know if um like you could just sign up online and then they like they come to your restaurant or I didn't know I didn't know they done auditions. So that's pretty cool. It's very very nerve wracking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds pretty terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's actually very uh, it is pretty scary, especially when you're on feet. You don't realize things. You don't realize like once the lights and everything's are on there, you're like, holy crap. So what did what did you do first? Did you do Top Chef first? Did you do Fridge Wars first? No, I did Chop first. So after Chop, do they kind of already know you, and you still have to audition again, or? Like, did you have to audition uh, three yeah. separate times? Oh, every show is, is you still got to audition. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Wow. What, what's it like filming one of those shows? Like, is it, is it as hectic as it looks on, like, on screen, or is it much more calm, and they kind of add a little bit of drama to it? No, it is exactly how it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, unfortunately, are definitely not, um, not, changed per se as much there's not that's one of the big reasons why i like doing these shows is because they're real so for me i would never i didn't want to do a show that was like a little more that would be maybe if you will a little staged or wasn't authentic or wasn't really able to showcase cooking and so chopped fridge wars and top chef these are real cooking shows so these are ones where like someone can watch this and be like okay this guy's legit like he, he knows what he's talking about these guys know how to cook i uh i'm under the impression that you you probably blew up after that after after going on those shows like your business probably skyrocketed after that yeah um so the funny thing is blowing up depends on what it is um in regards to being able to now reach out to people and have a brand and have a voice that might have more legitimacy to it, absolutely, when it comes to my business. So, uh, I've, Six Pack Chef has only been something that I really went full on in about 2018. So that's oh. just about the year before previously to um, Top Chef. Oh, aside from that, the last decade or so, I've been really just um, tasting is what I like to call it. Meaning I've been just using the brand Six Pack Chef and trying to figure out what is the thing that I want to do with it. And um, and I've tasted a lot of stuff. So I've tried like private private chef, catering, consulting, personal training, product development, um, try to open, maybe think about opening our own restaurant, all these kind of things. And at the moment, what you see of Six Pack Chef is an accumulation of all those years. So um, yeah, blowing up, not per se at that time, but now, it's definitely something that I'm pushing forward and there's a very clear, much more better vision in regards to what it's for. For people who may not follow you, can you kind of describe the Six Pack Chef, um, I guess, like experience? 
Yeah, so Six Pack Chef is a personal brand that turned now into my, my own uh, media brand. Media brand based on three pillars of eat good, look good, and live great. So eat good is all things food, uh, look good is all things health, fitness, um, fashion, and look and live good is all things lifestyle, entrepreneurship, motivation, inspiration. And all those three pillars are really um, what makes up myself as a person. And now Six Pack Chef, as I said, is a media com- media company, and we do all, we do things from consulting, private events, um, product development, tastings, consultings. Um, we do media creation, all that sort of stuff for anything that fits those three pillars. I got it. If somebody wants to, um, I guess, to research the Six Pack Chef, where would they find that online? Yeah, you can actually just find that online at uh, sixpackchef.com. So S-I-X-P-A-C-K-C-H-E-F.com. That is awesome, dude. Yeah, I was I was looking through, um, like just like really learning about you because it's like it's one thing to like see you on TV and it's another thing to, I guess like um, like research you and like and like learn more about you and like that's like the one thing that I've kind of pulled from like all your videos and. And all the stuff I'm reading is like you're like a super, um, like you're like a super chill guy, like a super, like laid back, like, um, like motivational kind of guy almost. Yeah, I try, I try to be. I don't try to be motivational. Like I'm not like rah rah rah. But I've tried to learn, and I've learned um, is that I can only be the best version of me. And I think that by showing people how to live for yourself by um, that it can help people because I'm I was somebody that um, you know like everybody else compares and wants certain things maybe quick and fast easy um, maybe it might be you know um, gluttonous or greedy in regards to your goals and aspirations that might be kind of too crazy or you do this and do that and I think all this really stemmed between uh, when I started when I had cancer. So um, I'm a cancer survivor, and when I was, I was I had cancer when I was 17, and that was this big thing that happened to me because it showed me that life could be taken from you at any moment. It was the first time I was like, whoa. And at that point, I was just 17 year old kid. I didn't really do anything in my life. So for me to be like, whoa, is this over? I've got so many things that I want to do and I haven't done yet. And that really opened my eye, and that's where um, sort of my whole philosophy comes from, where life is so important, life is so precious, it could be taken from you at any moment. So you want to live life to the fullest, and for me, as long as you're not hurting anybody, and as long as it doesn't do anybody harm, go do go do whatever you want, and go, go for it. And for me, it's also that as a human being, I think I it's our responsibility there on every day if we don't positively influence someone in any manner it can be big or small it can be something as simple as a compliment opening the door it could be you know donating it could be feeding the hungry it doesn't matter what it is but the day that we don't do that when we don't positively influence someone i think that's the day that we don't deserve to live we don't deserve to be be alive because i think we didn't fulfill what we should do as humans wow i love it man that is i mean that's powerful like that's that's honestly true and 
um, since becoming a father, like I've kind of looked at life the same way as like, I want to give and I want to influence and I want to, um, I want to affect somebody's life in the best way possible. You know what I mean? So like moving forward, like as a, like as a man, like that's what I strive to do. And it's so cool. Like meeting other people who like, that's their, like that's their goal in life. You know what I mean? Um, you said you had, you had cancer at 17, man. Is, has yeah. that, that's probably, I mean, that's probably single-handedly like influenced your, uh, like your mentality moving forward then. Yeah. It absolutely has. It definitely has. Um, it's, it was one of those where it came out of nowhere and like I had to learn to be strong and the reason why I had to learn to be strong was because I hated the fact that I was negatively influencing everybody around for me just being alive and that sucked that was one of the worst things ever which is knowing that I was causing people you know pain suffering sadness by simply just being alive (laughs) wow that's that's, I mean, that's tough for anybody to deal with, but for a, a kid, you know, 17 years old, I mean, that's, wow. Wow, that is, that is tough. I, uh, I'm glad you are, um, you're in remission, correct? Thank you. Yes, I am. Yeah, that is awesome. And how many years has it been? Um, uh, 12, I want to say 12, dude. That is awesome, uh, man. 20, Congratulations. 17, I'm 13 years, 13 years. Wow. It'll be 13 years this year. Congratulations, man. My, my mother is actually, um, Thank you. She is, she's in remission as well. I, I, we were talking about her a, a moment ago. Yeah, she's in remission as well, man. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, with, um, like, with the, like, the COVID stuff is, like, my mom is immunocompromised, so, like, we have to be super careful now. Like, even though she is in remission, like, we still have to be super careful. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, is it, do you have a, like, do you have a pretty, pretty strong immune system or? Uh, I want to say I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, wa- I want to say I do. Um, I'm pretty okay. I, I'm a pretty, like, um, I want to say strong-willed individual. I try to keep keep myself uh, in a healthy fit. Um, but yeah, just like you with your, your mom, the um, same thing with my family and my grandparents. My grandparents were a big factor in my life. They uh, took care of me when I was growing up. So um, they're both, they're both um, still with us and still with me so they live um, with my family and then my grandmother she lives at a nursing home near me so for me to be any not safe or me being any like I guess a threat or a danger causes her to no one to be able to see her dang have you guys been able to see her since the uh, since the pandemic started no not yet man man that is super tough that's why like for me i'm trying to do my part and like um try to do try to what do you call it be as safe as i can yeah 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 wow man that is terrible man i hate that i um i just like i i keep thinking like i said like when me first started talking like i start like i think about all the people who have been sick and all the people who've lost their lives and i think of all the people who are um you know of course business owners or or you know their job has been shut down and and you got to think of the people too who are like immunocompromised like it's it's probably a terrifying time for them right now exactly and it's and it, that's what i mean earlier when i was like unless like it's financials or anything like that it's, it's very hard it's very hard to just you know try to live so sometimes it's what people are doing and stuff like that 
I get it. I, I sympathize with I sympathize with that, you know? I uh I'm kind of the same way. Like I I sympathize like to a point, I guess. Um Yes, like, to, a point, to a point for sure. Because cause here, like, people were getting mad because they had to wear masks in grocery stores. And I'm like, okay, like, whether, okay, you, yeah. whether you believe in this or not, I mean, you should at least do your part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Agreed. That's, that's my big thing. For me, it's, let's, let's all be adults here. Let's be responsible and reasonable. And it's like, just go, if you're going to go to the store, put your mask on, buy your stuff and, like, go out and take it off when you're in your house, anything like that. Just, yeah. you know, be, be respectful. Yeah, that's it. It kills me seeing all these people who are like making Facebook posts and Instagram posts, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not wearing a mask." Like, come on, guys! Like, it's not just about you. Agreed. Exactly. Yeah, that's so crazy. Has your like has your gym uh, like opened up yet? Like, have you been able to go back and and continue lifting? Uh, no. no. Gyms have not been opened yet. Um. And like, even if it's open, I'm not ready to go back either, personally. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable too. Personally, I, yeah, because like people are still, I I know so many people that are in places that are just not safe. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anybody? But they who, are just going out and everything. Do you know anybody who's been sick, like directly? Uh, I do. I do do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I hear like my friends will talk about like their friends, um, or like my my wife, uh, you know, because we we're not from Florida, we're from Virginia, so we hear um, like people okay. people in Virginia, like we hear of our friend group in Virginia, some of them have been sick, but um, it's it's so crazy, man, <laughs> and it's only gonna yeah, get worse. Like you you hit on that a minute ago, it's only gonna get worse. Right. It, it's bound to happen yeah it's unbelievable man um moving forward man is there anything that you want to leave um like the listeners with like any sort of motivation any sort of um advice anything um yeah i guess one big thing i want to let everybody know is a first off josh thanks for having me on the takedown i definitely feel like we should do another one yes and maybe get into a little more detail for other stuff but if anybody listening here, um, just enjoy life. Remember that you guys have one life. That's so. If you guys can remember that and realize that whenever things get tough or whatever um, things are good, when things are good, just be like really, really enjoy it. And when things are bad, just remember you're very lucky to be alive and try to make the best out of it. Not saying that you can never be angry or sad, but you know, just one life. And I guess for anybody else, so please feel free to reach out to me on all my social platforms. I'm very open, um, like like Josh, like you like you probably know, um, or you said and mentioned earlier. I'm pretty open. I'm very chill, and I I never say no to nobody for anything. I have friends, I have people that uh, follow or even um, just message me, and they'll be like, Hey, well, it's, this is my chicken at the moment. Is it cooked or is it not cooked? Or um, don't ask me about anything so yeah feel free all my social platforms are at w2 the number two and then facebook chef so you can find me on instagram you can find me on tiktok um facebook youtube twitter all that and if you guys want my, my website sixpackchef.com got my email there honestly reach out for anything and i'll do my best 
Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't meaning that we were about to log off. I was just trying to. <laughs> I was trying to get some motivation. Oh. But I love. I love the plug though. I really do love the plug. And you just said something that actually really cracked me up. You said that your friends will hit you up asking about um, if the chicken's undercooked or not. Yeah. Yeah, Does that happen often? People, like, if you guys have any, like, cooking issues or any problems like that, like, if I'm on my phone and if I catch it, I'm more than happy to, like, troubleshoot. Does it happen a lot? <laughs> to a certain degree, it does. That's that's pretty awesome. And I, I bet in your friend group, everybody's like, okay, you make mashed potatoes, uh, you make you make macaroni, but, but Wallace, he's going to make this. No, it's... it's Okay, so a lot of my friends, they also do this thing where um, they, they they feel like I am some person that cook, um, that's like way too fancy. So sometimes they don't like to take it, go out or suggest places to go out and stuff because they're worried or they don't want to invite me over for dinner or something because they feel pressured. What? I can yeah. I can kind of see that, but... Uh... I don't know, man. I think I think if me and you lived closer all the time, I'd be like, "Hey, man, let's potluck." <laughs> man, that is uh, that cracked me up when you said that though. Initially, I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. I don't want all of my followers to just bombard you with like half cooked chicken photos." But the offer is there. It is absolutely there. Wow, what's your what's your favorite thing to cook? I guess that's that's kind of like. Anytime I've talked to a chef, like that's always my favorite thing to ask. Is like, what's your favorite thing to fix? Um, anything with bones. I'm a big fan of like just roasting bones. Like my go-to meal, honestly, is I'll go to like the supermarket and I'll get um, whether it's like chicken bones or pork bones or um, a whole chicken or a whole fish or crabs or something like that. Things that I have to like nitpick with my with my fingers mm-hmm. and like sort of just sit there and pick at the meat and stuff. That's my jam. Really? Like, that's, that's my jam, my go-to. Yeah, honestly, when I also, like, I think that's something that helps when I compete or when I'm dieting is that I don't crave, per se, like, a burger or french fries or anything like that. I really, really genuinely like that kind of food more. Wow. Do you eat a lot of, like... Burgers and, Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, burgers and pizza and stuff, those are amazing, but I just don't feel good after eating a lot of them. I used to. Don't get me wrong. I, I can I can throw down. So like there's a restaurant back over here called Tony Roma's that they did um, all you can eat barbecue ribs on like Mondays or something like that for like twenty five bucks. Oh man. I remember I went and the server she was so surprised because like so you have to order two orders first. The first two orders come like regular, meaning they're regular size ribs with then two sides. Then after that you can order just pure sides or ribs. So. I remember that day, I ordered 16 times. Oh, sh- <laughs> like, 16 times for a total of eight racks of ribs. Um, and I'm, she, I remember the waiter comes and she's like, where did you hide it? And then she's like, I actually don't want to know. <laughs> oh, wow. That is 16, 16 orders. You said eight racks of ribs? Yeah. I can get through maybe two and a half. Yeah, I'm a, I love ribs. I love ribs. I love bones. I love chicken wings. Um, so yeah. Well, I have a fake tooth, and it kind of it freaks me out like eating ribs now. So I, I always like pick them apart with my fingers first. So maybe maybe uh, maybe that's where it is. Maybe if I 
if I didn't have a fake tooth, maybe I would be um, like a little bit more confident eating eating ribs. Do you do you eat out like a lot? Like, do you order food or do you just cook mainly? Uh, I I cook mainly. Yeah. Do you have like a like a yeah. certain like place that you'll go? Like you just said, Tony Roma's. Like you go there for like the ribs, but do you have like um like I know you guys don't have like In and Out Burger or anything, but do you have like um like Steak and Shake. With, uh, uh, Shake Shack is amazing. Oh. I love Shake Shack, but um, we have we have a pretty good amount of like fast food places. The one fast place fast food place I'll go um, on a consistent basis, like say Burgers, would be Five Guys. And then pizza would definitely be Domino's. Oh, I have so the... Here's a, like, for, yeah, for anyone listening, here's a hack on Domino's, is that when you order online, what I love about Domino's and myself as a food person is I love variety. I can't just pick and choose one thing. I need to have like, a bunch of different things, which is why like, buffets are like my jam. But Domino's, what you can do is like say you order uh, a four-topping pizza. Online, you can actually choose your toppings and put it on half. And then it'll only count for half. So if I order, say, an extra large four-topping pizza, on one half I can have four different toppings, and on the other half I can have four different toppings. So in reality, I got two pizzas. You just you might have just uh, bankrupt Domino's. Oh, it's so good. And here's the thing that's gonna like mind blow a lot of people is I don't eat cheese on my pizza. What? I haven't had a cheese pizza in like five years or so what do you five six years the, what do you get and so yeah i get sauce i get extra sauce and Domino's sauce is really good but in general the reason is that i i used to eat cheese pizza all the time but as the more and more i started getting into fitness stuff i learned that there was food that just didn't feel good when i ate it not because i maybe was intolerant but i didn't like that bogged down gross feeling um so what happened was i remember i tried one diet it was called um, skip floating where like you got to be really really clean but when you have your cheat meals you can have anything that's carved the key is that it's just going to be carb and high in sugar and highly processed but you can't have a lot of fat and pizza ideally everything is carbs and and it's like you know bread and all that stuff but the only thing that didn't make it fit my diet was that it had cheese so then for me for the diet I decided to take it off and I was like oh I'll add more pasta sauce so it, um, so it works and it is so good, so good. I uh, I have the Domino's app on my phone, and if you order six times in a row, uh, the seventh one is like free, or maybe it's like five, and the sixth one's free. But man, yep. I'm eating yep. I'm eating Domino's way too much. Domino's is so good. And I'm kind of with you too. Like I eat a lot of stuff now. Like I guess it's like part of like part of like getting older is like I do feel like crap after I eat certain things. Like. Like, certain, like, big burgers. Like, I love burgers, man. But if I go to, like, Steak and Shake or Five Guys, like, I'm hurting afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, just, like, bogged down. Like, like I don't want to do anything afterwards. Yeah, that's a, exactly. So, you know exactly what I mean, then. <clears throat> so, then I'll go to the gym, and I'll, like, I'll be literally putting on my gloves. Like, putting on my boxing gloves. And I'm like, wow, I really dread this because I ate too much. When all, In all reality, like, I'm not eating too much. It's just all the grease, I think. It's exactly it. That's that's really what it is. It's just all the grease. Yeah, I I don't like that feeling, man. I I was on a kick probably like two weeks ago where I was like salads like with everything like salad salad salad, um and like it was really cool, but like salads are really filling, so I feel like I'm eating less, um, but I'm like I don't know I get hungry a lot more. If that makes sense. Uh, when you're 
you're eating the clean foods? Like when I'm, ooh, when I'm eating just salads, like sometimes I'll be craving a salad and I'll, a whole, I guess, salad order. Um, like I'll only eat like half of it and then I'll be hungry, let's say like an hour later. So that's why I'm kind of like, like I like salads, but I'm kind of over them at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Do you um do you work with a lot of athletes? Um, I used to. So when I did the personal, uh, when I was doing meal prepping, I actually didn't. I don't like to do like usual meal prepping kind of stuff, you know, where it's like one cup of rice, one cup of rice, one cup of rice, super five boring chicken, bro- broccoli, etc. Um, so I ended up being a meal prep or um, private chef for just specific higher tier athletes or athletes that they knew how to change their diet on daily they've done this for so long that i can give them proteins and meals and stuff in bulk portions and they can simply just portion it up themselves or they can make a substitution being like if their diet says i need six ounces of fish but i've got you know three ounces of chicken i can how can i make that substitution etc and it made it much easier because then i allowed my food creativity much be uh be much wider Meaning, I didn't have to be like, oh, it's, but this person can only eat chicken, so I have to make this chicken meal this way, and it has to have um, this and that. And so yeah. Do you uh, do you watch a lot of sports, or are you are you mainly I'm like a big basketball fan? Are you really, man? The Raptors. That's like, yes. Trust me, it's been a long time coming. I've watched them since we were, so I was I'm a '90s baby, so like the whole Vince Carter era, the whole Raptors downfall, rebuild, I've been through it. So I've stuck through it. I've, I'm, I'm a massive fan. And honestly, it's one of those where someone's like, hey, what's, um, what's something you would do if you weren't, say, a six-pack chef or a chef or, or um, if someone was like, if you could be anything in the world? I honestly would always want to be a professional basketball player and like a good one. Not, not a bench warmer. Not, I want to be like the top, top five top five top ten that would be my dream you want to be like a like a Kawhi Leonard yeah I'd be a Kawhi Leonard I'd be a Vince Carter Vince Carter was my favorite basketball player growing up just because he was local and I, I knew a lot more about him because everybody that in regards to um, whether it was like going to summer camps or watching television it was about Vince Carter so that's where I fell in love with Vince Carter he was like my number one and then Michael Jordan was when I learned about Michael Jordan after. Um, and, yeah, those two are, like, my guys. I can't believe Kawhi left and went to uh, went to L.A. I see it because his the main reason for him was family. I, I, I was very upset at it in the beginning. But then I'm like, you know what? He, the guy wants to be with his family. That's the most important. And that, to anybody watching, shows how important family is to him. Yeah, I I understood it, but man, I was disappointed, man. Right after you, right after you won the championship, man. And you guys I got agree. the. But you, it's okay. We'll we'll win it again this year, so don't worry. You guys got that Drake cosign too. That's pretty sweet. I know that's kind of dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys listen to like a lot of Drake and like a lot of the Weekend because they're like Toronto natives, or? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. There's like a lot of hometown we pride. City hard. We represent it hard. That's awesome, that is awesome, man. Um, you were talking about MJ a second. Dude. Did you watch the last, the last, uh, the last dance? I did. I did. Man, so good. When they were talking about Dennis Rodman, man, I was cracking up. 
What a wild man. He is, but he but that's what makes him what he is. I I'm the same way. Like I'm like he has to be a wild man because that's like that's him. Exactly. Do you uh do you watch any MMA? Uh I do when it's like with my friends or something like that, but I don't make a conscious effort to uh get into it into it. I got you. I got you. They um there's a guy named Max Holloway who's from Hawaii, but he's he's fought in Canada a couple times now, and he says that Toronto's the seventh island. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's like a huge uh, a huge Toronto fan too. He's he's a pretty big Raptors fan. That's why I was asking. That's amazing. A basketball player. How tall are you? I am short. I'm five. I'm five six. Oh, me too. Yeah. Wow, uh, I, f- I feel even worse yeah. about myself after looking at your photos, and I honestly thought you were taller. No, 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 I wish. Thank you. Appreciate Man, that. I, I've, <laughs> got you to, feel good. I've got to hit the gym now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so what are what are days like for you, um, like pre-COVID? Like, were you, you hitting the gym in the morning, hitting in the evening? Uh, I hit my, I got to a point where I just hit the gym when I can. I got you. That's I got the you. main thing. It's it's when can I get it done? I'm the same way. I would I would hit it in the evenings, um, like predominantly. But there's something about like a morning workout that's just so nice. Oh, I love it because it starts your day. Yeah, I I wish that it's, I could it's like my cup of coffee. Yes. Yeah. Do you drink coffee? Uh, I do. I probably could not survive without coffee. I don't think. Uh, I started drinking coffee, and it was only because of fitness. Really? For like uh-huh. for fasting? Um, like thermogenic effects and like fasting, all that kind of stuff. Wow, I seen the. Um, do you remember that Greg O'Gallagher guy? Uh, yeah, 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 he's from Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he had that commercial where he was talking about drinking black coffee in the mornings, or maybe it was like sparkling water in the mornings, and then a black coffee. Do you remember that? I don't. He was talking about if you drink black coffee in the morning and then like sparkling water for lunch, then you can eat whatever you want for like the rest of the day or whatever. And his commercial was like it was named on YouTube like the real life Batman or something because he had all those girls at his mansion. Yeah, I uh, I've not seen or heard from that guy in quite a while. I was just I was curious if you knew who I was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's a local dude. Yeah, yeah, local he was. Dude, got some mutual friends. He um he was talking about about coffee and like fasting with coffee and um, I like I'll drink coffee in the mornings, but I don't think that I'm doing it right because I get hungry shortly after. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you will. It's it's meant it's. Meant, but fasting is good. I, I actually do fast when I'm in uh, COVID state, just because I'm not using so much calories. So um, it's easier that way. I got you. I got you. Do you um? Are you doing like a lot of push-ups, a lot of stuff from home, or are you you mainly just fasting and cardio? No, no, a lot of stuff, a lot of push-ups and everything, and um, a lot of body weight stuff. A lot of body and weight that's stuff. That's all I have. I got you. I uh I was doing a lot of body weight stuff for a while, but I've I recently bought like um I bought like a bench press and I bought curl bars and and dumbbells and stuff like that. So I'm kind of utilizing them now, but 
Uh, the body weight stuff is super good. Like people don't realize just how beneficial it actually is. Agreed. Um, are you before COVID? Did you do like you mentioned the P ninety X and stuff? Were you doing anything like that regularly, or just kind of trying it? No, that was when I just when I was like when I was like first getting into fitness. I was like when I was like in high school. I did the insanity one time and it was terrible. Oh, right. Even being, like, a year-round, like, because I wrestled my entire life, like, even being, um, like, an athlete at the time, like, it was terrible. Like, I absolutely hated it. Yeah, it's not easy. It's, it's definitely hard. Dang. Um, so, getting ready to sign off. If anybody wants to find you, your Instagram is at W2 Sixpack Chef. Okay, and then you have Twitter, do you have Reddit, do you have anything else? Yeah, I've got uh, Instagram, uh, both my, my two biggest platforms are Instagram and TikTok. Um, TikTok is at W2SuspectChef, and then I'm starting my YouTube again, I say again because it's one of those things where it was being pushed back and pushed back, and I'm like, put myself into it, so I'm doing that, um, but yeah, and Facebook, and Twitter, no Reddit, um, and that's it. Awesome, man! It has been uh, it has been truly awesome talking to you today. Absolutely. All right, man. You have a good night. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Stay safe, and please feel free. Like I said, whether that was to everybody else, and even to you, Josh, you know where to find me. If you need anything? Let me know. Yes, sir.